Good day, and welcome to the Budding Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Bridges. We're looking at day 63 of our program now. We're still going through uh, this whole week. We're talking about the value ladder and the Dream 100. Yesterday, I went in a little more depth on the Dream 100 because I just signed up for the Dream 100 Challenge, and we talked a little bit about it. We're going to talk about the value ladder today. Now, if you remember a couple of days ago, the idea being that you're building a front-end demand side ladder and you're filling in a back-end supply side ladder. And these two work together. They both escalate up, driving pieces back and forth from the supply side to the demand side and then maybe feeding into the supply side with something that you might get from outside of your company. In the value ladder, a lot of people ask a lot of questions. I did too at first when I started really studying the value ladder. There's a lot of reasons why people will ascend. They'll move from one level to another. Sometimes it's you driving them. Sometimes it's them already understanding what it is at the lower level and they come in at an upper level and you have to kind of filter and sort these people out in an application process. But along the way, we have this, there's a series of increases that come with ascending. And I wanted to talk about this because each of these provides unique value to both us and to the people that are going through it, and anyone that's on the other side of what they're doing. We want to look at this and, and talk a little bit about their five basic things that are increases, and one thing that is a decrease, and they all kind of work together. First of all, when somebody is ascending the ladder or getting ready to ascend, there's an increase in momentum the natural desire to sit and make things happen goes away when our whole concept is to advance or to increase. And so that builds a certain degree of momentum that keeps people going. And that's part of the advantage to the value ladder is people now gain momentum. And there's also, when you're talking about for you, people going up your value ladder you're increasing traction. They're able to get going faster and faster and faster. So that's the second thing. The third thing is community. Now this one, everyone wins because the people that are doing community and the people that are running the community, as long as they're all working together for the same set of goals and you don't have something dragging it down, the community is going to win as a whole. And I see this a lot on Facebook as everybody goes and creates a Facebook group and then invites people into the group as part of this process. And so that gives a larger opportunity for things to happen because it's a kind of a built-in community of its own. Unfortunately, you get a lot of echo chamber processes if it's not done right. So you want to be careful, but definitely the value ladder ascension will cause people to join and contribute to the community. And the funny thing is in the Dream 100 process, you want to try 
to get into the communities that are your target market, that are your avatar. Where are they? And then you can actually see in an unfiltered way what they're going through, what they're thinking, what is happening in their life, what is, you know, what's going on in their community. And if you can join into that without having to be invited in, then that makes it a little bit easier for you to be able to understand when the avatar, you start talking to them. So community is important all the way around there. The fourth thing that increases is buy-in. People are willing to invest more because they know that the value is going up. That's the whole purpose of the value ladder on the left-hand side. Price goes up, value goes up. So the buy-in becomes more natural. People will, you know, they've, they've got into your community. They've gained some traction. You've gained traction as well. They've gained some momentum. They, all these things that are below them, the buy-in now becomes absolutely critical to the last thing. And this is increasing your lifetime value, the LTV of your client or your customer. That's a massive thing that the ladder will do for everyone is that as they buy, they'll buy bigger and they'll last longer and they will have more contributions and they'll expect greater value up that ladder. So when you get to mastermind groups, when you get to inner circle groups, you're dealing with people that have already they kind of have a hive mind concept. Everybody understands the same core products. They understand the core services that they've been through and they've all ascended to that point where now they're kind of able to not focus on the inner workings of it. They're now able to do the contributions. This is one of the things that Alex Charfin talks about with the billionaire code is how in the very beginning, you're starting your business to try to help out this or to do that or, or what have you, right? And when you get to the top end, what you're really dealing with is legacy. What happens after you? When you're no longer doing all the great things that you've been doing, other people are now doing it for you, so you get to focus on your legacy concepts. And so the lifetime value of contribution and the lifetime value that you receive just go up exponentially as you travel up this value ladder. Now there is one decrease and you'll you'll recognize it immediately. Maybe you already know. The decrease is really simple. You decrease the resistance to change as you move up. People have to get more flexible as you get bigger and better and doing more. You have to think now. You can't just say, oh, well, it's something really simple. No. As you get higher in the value ladder, you your resistance to change breaks down. It has to because now you're dealing with something that's probably foreign to you. But the person who's running this environment on the value ladder is already well aware of it. I like one of the concepts of, of how you know if somebody is a good person or not is do they know what comes next? After this, what happens? Right? 
I've often thought that the people that do a lot of the, you know, they're trying to do sales for you or they're trying to call in and get meetings for you and things like this. If they know how to do it, why are they not doing it all the time for themselves? That's a good question. So, you know, we ourselves have to stop and think about how change is going to affect us, how we are going to contribute, how we're going to go through. And our resistance to change has to lessen because we're going up the ladder. You know, in a, in a roundabout way, what we're really trying to say is the value ladder provides the client or customer with a growing set of responsibilities and abilities. Simultaneously with whoever's providing the value ladder is able to do new things, do greater things, do even better things and charge more for it without the natural resistance that would come with expending money. I know that when you don't have money, and I know this personally, we all kind of know it, when you don't have money, you're resistant to spending something if it doesn't have value to it. But when you have money, you have a tendency to say, I'm willing to gamble on that a little bit. I'm willing to gamble on that a little bit. As we go and we grow, our company gets better. We make more money. We charge more money. We want people to step up our ladder and grow with us so that we ourselves can do something new. I know that it was so frustrating for me when, especially when I lived in, in Silicon Valley, everybody wanted me to be their IT guy. And I'm like, that's nice, but what about all of the rest of my knowledge? Oh, well, they don't want that. And that just really drove me insane. I would talk with people and I'd mention that I do, you know, I work with computers and what they would say is, oh, you're in IT. Like, that's a terrible thing. And I know they don't mean it, but it's rather degrading to hear that. And especially when you know you have a ton of other things you could be contributing. That really drove me insane for about four years and really forced me to look at this when I build my company is. I don't want to just be that. And in fact, I don't want to be a technician at my age. It's, it's not that it's beneath me. It's that I'm not the best person for it anymore. I'm more built for running my company. I've been focusing on that now since 2008. It's 2021. That's 13 years. And in that 13-year period there's been a lot of change. I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot and I continue to do so. When you put somebody at the bottom, all you're doing is just using your trading time for money. And that's not really where, if you follow your billionaire code, that's not where anybody wants to go. You don't want to be stuck at the bottom. You want to make sure that you have opportunities. And so when I got the chance to really rebuild everything new, I did. I literally tore down the old parts of my website and they're still there, but, but I've pulled them aside and I don't use them. In fact, I'm getting ready to just rip shred and tear my primary site apart anyway. 
I want to really focus on this broad perspective. And the value ladder gave me the opportunity to really take a look at what I'm doing, put my money where my mouth is, and put my effort where it's going to generate the most value to me and to others that I'm serving. So once again, looking at the value ladder ascension, five increases, momentum, traction, community, buy-in, lifetime value, and the decrease or decrease is resistance to change as they move up. So keep this all in mind when you're going through and looking at a value ladder situation and start putting it together yourself. You really can learn a lot from just stopping and taking a second and looking at these five increases and this one decrease and say, how can I do that better? What can I do more of or less of to bring these up? That's a good question and something that we should be asking ourselves about our business as a whole. We cannot just be a product or a service. We have to be a solution as a whole package. And the sooner we get to that whole package, even if it's not all of our own stuff, the sooner we can get to it, the sooner we start making the kind of money we should be making. So that's it for today. This is Randy Bridges for The Budding Entrepreneur, wishing you and your family, your business, your health, your wealth, all the greatest things coming to you in the coming days. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll podcast a new one. I'm going to go pop back over, I think, to the Dream 100 and do a little bit more fine-tuning of, of deep dive in there. And then from there on, you can go through, read more about this yourself. I really recommend that you do so. There's lots of good ways that you can go with the value ladder and a lot of resources to, to refer to. The Dream 100 is a great way to complete your entire value ladder. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care and have a great day.